I just said great shows, which is great. Like, that's, oh, good Lord. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 162 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith. And as ever, I am always, always joined by my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. You can't get enough of me. It's the last day (laughs) of 2021. And you know how like fireworks always start the new year off of a bang? Yeah. Well, I'm not really good at rocket displays, and I was going to make a pun, but I haven't got a flair for it. Oh, are we going to do this for another year? <laughs> it could be worse. Year? Could be worse. I once knew someone who got done for stealing a calendar. They got 12 months. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> What? Um, with it? Just checking. I couldn't smell toast then. I thought I was having a stroke. What? Um, yeah. So anyway, um, forget everything he just said. I'm sorry about that. Welcome to episode 162 of Sapnin Podcast. Uh, <laughs> he's thrown me off so badly. Um, yeah. So basically, we're going to have a look back at things we've enjoyed in this year. Yeah, so basically, to end 2021, we thought we'd try something a little different. As this week's episode falls on December 31st, I had a brainstorm pitch an idea to Sean, and we decided to do something that could help everyone relax, have a laugh, and a bit of easy listening after the shit show of a year it's been for many people, and the fact we've had a lot of intense conversations with some outrageous guests on the podcast as of late so on this episode we're going to celebrate the positive elements of the last 12 months by highlighting a collection of our favorite records and releases personal surreal moments and just some random ass experiences that we've endured in our lives and in the world of sapmin trust me when i say we've been very busy behind the scenes lately already recording a bunch of even more incredible guests ready for you in 2022 and thought this would be a nice palate cleanser before we go even harder in the months to come. But as you've probably guessed, when it comes to us, we always have a few surprises up our sleeves. And throughout, we're going to be joined by a bunch of mystery guests. Ooh. Ooh. Sharing their top albums, among other things, for 2021. And Sean, they are so mysterious, 
we're not even 100% sure who they might be. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking great way of letting everybody know, oh, we've thrown the net out really wide to see who wants to get involved. Let's see who turns up. Because I am, yeah. Hey, might just be me and you doing different voices. <laughs> oh, here's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here's Arnold Schwarzenegger with his favourite album of the year. Arnold. Um, what did you like? Uh, to be honest with you, I was quite a fan of the Limp Bizkit album. Thank you very much. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was Arnold Schwarzenegger well, there, ladies and gentlemen. I wasn't expecting that. that was no one was expecting that. into my house. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Um, oh, before we start, Sean, though, uh, be honest with me. Are you prepared for this whatsoever? Uh, yes, barely. Ooh. I am, yes. Yeah, you told me my top five albums, and then I've just spent the last hour wondering if I'd listened to five albums, and then <laughs> if I have, what albums they were. So, But no, I've listened to loads of albums this year, and yeah, I've managed to whittle it down to five, but we've also got special mentions for people as well, because there's fucking so many great artists making fantastic music at the moment. There's loads of people we didn't want to miss out. So before we get into it, I think we should just talk about how 2021 has been. As much as it's been absolutely fucking awful and miserable in some parts, there have been some unbelievable highlights for us. Personally, I'd say um, Brandon Boyd from Incubus was, um, was a big one for me. Yeah, I mean, none of us expected Brandon Boyd to grace us with his presence on this podcast, but there's been a lot of really deep conversations I've I've really, really enjoyed and proud of that we've done in 2021. I mean, you just got to think of people like Electric Century getting time with Mikey and David to talk about everything. You know, we've had people from the Booker of Download Festival, Andy Coppin, to Matt from Funeral for a Friend. God, we talked to Dave Lombardo from Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh about that all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he's in fucking loads of other brilliant bands as well. So yeah, Dead Cross, the Satanic Temple band, and who's that's awesome. But yeah, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, and then for me, there's people obviously like Matt Willis from Busted, and then getting to do Ad- uh, Adam Azara from Taking Back Sunday, especially for episode one five two. And I was really, really proud and kind of sh- well, not shocked. But just impressed of all the amazing messages we had on behalf of Def Havana and their fan base, having James come on to celebrate the 10th year anniversary of their record, Fools and Worthless Liars. And it was just nice that even though that they'd been away for a while and very quiet this year, um, he wanted to take the time out to, to celebrate that album with us as an exclusive. And a lot of their fans jumped on and, uh, and really appreciated that and, and what was being said so we've had the, it's 2021 in this grand scheme of things for us i feel is being very very well um obviously we were we were nominated for a heavy music award um we got to go to many festivals when they reopened and just had really nice experiences what's happening this is jamie from bullet for my valentine and i'm going to give you my top three moments of 2021 First up for me would have to be the return of live music and headlining the test event at Download Festival back in June. Um, Really special day for myself and for others, being there with friends and family, just enjoying life, celebrating live music once again, and just having a good time. 
Second favourite moment would have to be uh, releasing our self-titled album, Bullet For My Valentine. It wasn't easy writing through a pandemic, but we got through it. And listening to the final product afterwards, we were super proud of what we'd done. Personally, I think it's the heaviest album Bullet has ever written. And I think it was the perfect time for it to come out. So yeah, we're super proud, super excited. And uh, yes, one of my favourite moments of 2021 and last but not least is appearing on the one and only sapling podcast with sean and morgan cheers for having me on lads it was a blast great talking to you um i wish you all the best for 2022 i'm looking forward to hearing what you got coming up all the best motherfuckers yeah we've got to go to the download live pilot thing that was the first one i believe that was the first of the festivals that we um we got to attend and yeah that was strange after the previous year i guess that we had before with the virus and stuff but yeah it was it was amazing to be invited to that so here's a question for you then obviously you know, we were stuck in the house for such a long time in 2020 and you know the dynamics of the podcast changed so much from us having to do it over the internet and you know all the like the first 70 three episodes was it that were all recorded live in the flash with people and since it's been a mixture when things have opened up but like do you think it's made you i know it has for me but do you think it's made you appreciate getting to do podcasts in the flesh more and go into these festivals and and seeing a different side of it especially when we're we're there covering things very much so very much so um they're always always better in person i think um, because the guests, if they don't know us personally, kind of get the vibe a bit more, uh, than they do in the 2D Zoom world that we're currently, um, recording in. But yeah, it's, it's mad. And like, it was, it, it had been so long since 20, the middle of 2020 to the middle of 2021 when we got to go to the download pilot that I, I'd forgotten how to, uh, socially interact, which is strange. <laughs> um, I completely forgot that uh, when you go to some festivals like that and you're backstage, you are going to see people who you know don't like you, but are going to be nice <laughs> to your face. Yeah. So I yeah. forgot about the old schmoozing thing. Literally, I remember telling you just as we got in, going, oh, fuck. I just realized <laughs> I've got to fucking pretend to be nice to people I know absolutely yeah. downright hate me. I know um, that. I, I've experienced that. But-, but, but what an experience it was, though, when we finally got in and got there and, and we saw people like death blooms opening up download festival reverse headliners as i call them and yeah just to watch bands like that hold it absence creeper uh enter shikari uh while she sleeps were amazing on that stage um and also for some reason elvana played <laughs> but just every but just everything like that i think uh, you know that if i was to um to put a highlight for 2021 i think it would be the week or the few days we had in london and then going to slam dunk when we were nominated for the heavy music awards and and that and that night in particular was such a nice experience i mean obviously we didn't win we didn't win boo but just being but just being nominated for something like that and being in that experience for me was um yeah I, i don't use the word proud a lot but i was very chuffed very chuffed just to that whole thing. And then Sam Dunk was an oh. awesome, awesome few days. And we got to speak to some great, great, great bands and 
got to watch McFly and Fiona for a friend and we had the in crowd and just had a really nice time and that was uh, a weekend that turned out uh, changing for me with in my personal life as well but um, yeah just it's been good it's been good good I'm glad that you are staying positive and uh, have positive thoughts about this year um, <laughs> someone asked to <laughs> yeah well, one, of, one of us literally asked to but no there has been some fucking great music this year I got to go to some great shows as well this year which was which was fantastic I saw Sleep Talker not long ago Skin Dread were great at uh, Slam Dunk as always while she sleeps so great there and then sadly over the last couple of weeks with the latest version of the virus kicking everybody's asses. It's been sad to see loads of people's tours slowly disintegrate like a flan in a cupboard. Yeah, it's um, it's been a mixture of emotions for music. But as I said, let's keep to the positives. And there has been a lot of great releases. So with that being said, I think we should get in to our top 10 albums of 2021. And we'll come back to some other things as well. Maybe we'll share some New Year's resolutions. Maybe we'll share some other moments. So... We'll see what happens, but just to give you the download on the rules for this, basically, we've compiled a list separately of our top five albums each. So this is our top 10 albums of Sapnin Podcast, and I think what's going to be interesting is even though we do this together, our music taste isn't always in sync, and I don't mean Justin Timberlake and the gang, but obviously we appreciate the majority of each other's taste. But I, I guess these two lists are going to be a little bit different. So uh, it's going to be I interesting. So. We might argue. We might say some ridiculous sentences. We might fall apart completely. Who knows? Who knows? But before we go um, into our top albums, um, quick disclaimer. This, just to make it apparent, right? This We're not saying that these are the best albums of 2021. We're not discarding any other hard work or massive success or ge- genre-changing records that you might think, why haven't they mentioned these? This is just our own personal taste, the ones that we think are our favourites, ones we've enjoyed the most, made connection with, has helped us through some tough times, and would probably recommend to a friend. All that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's just a bit of fun. Um, yes, we've talked a lot about singles and EPs, on this to uh, to guests before. So we will do sh- shout outs and honorable mentions as we go on. But it isn't gospel. We're just two music loving idiots with a lot of feelings. So with that being said, Sean, could you please give me your first album you would like to talk about? Number five in your list. Who is it and why? Thank you, Morgan. I appreciate you having to do all that politicking then where you have to explain (laughs) that these are just our opinions and not facts or anything like that. But yes, number five in my top five albums of 2021 is... Drumroll, please. Oh, no, no drumroll. All right, fair enough. I did win. I wish it wasn't. (laughs) Number five for me is Spirit Box with Eternal Blue. Ooh. Oh, crushing, crushing, beautiful. It's equal measures, beautiful and crushing, really. Courtney's voice is fucking incroyable, which is French for really, really good, I believe. All round, musically, I just really, really enjoyed this album. And she was a fantastic guest when we had Ron as well. 
which makes me like the band more. What I have fun doing this podcast <laughs> is even if I'm not like a massive fan of the band, as soon as we have a conversation with someone, I'm then like, oh yeah, oh, I like you even more. But yeah, I liked everything Courtney had done previously anyway, but this was fucking top notch. So well done. Number five for me, Spirit Box Eternal Blue. It's been nice to see them get so much like positivity and just love. Yeah, just love online, especially the last 12 months. I mean, Yellow Jacket with Sam Carter is just insanely good song. But all that album from start to finish is brutal. So I completely agree with you on that. And um, I know Limp Biscuit, like we're, take, we're trying to take him out on a US tour as well. Did that happen? Or is it being that it was announced, was it? Um, yeah, it, it got announced and then I think it it fell apart. Uh, but um, but what a band. What a band. I'm really excited to see what happens next for them. Um, and, you know, hopefully the virus can fuck off so they can come to the UK and we can watch them shred our faces off live. Oh, yeah, I think they'll be headlining. They've got to be headlining in academies anytime soon, I think. That's going to be, you know, 2,000 capacities at least, if not bigger. So, um, yes, what a fucking year, I think, for Spirit Box. Congratulations. Five stars from Sean Smith's Sapnin of Sapnin Podcast. Nice. Right there, Morgan. Tell me your number five album. Right. So, this is really hard because I listened to a lot of music over the year. Um, you liar. I- <laughs> you, went deaf. you went deaf in January. <laughs> this what? is all lip just- reading. Exactly, yeah. This is why we're going to do it over camera, so you can lip-read. No, carry on. Oh, Number that's five. It. Number five for me, I have picked As Everything Unfolds with Within Each Lies the Other. So, obviously, Charlie's being on the podcast, and they're quite a new band to a lot of people. They've been around for a while with different EPs and, and stuff. They took down everything uh, on their platforms prior to putting this record out. And I think... They're probably one of my top recommendations as like breakthrough artists of the year. I think they've blown a lot of people away. Um, we got to see them perform at Download Pilot, and I was really impressed with just like their live presence and how the uh, her vocals are live and just the overall vibe. I think it's really really cool. They've done some they've done some great stuff, and it's it's nice to see a band like that having all these opportunities come for the first time and just enjoying it and making every moment count and not trying to play it too cool. They're just there. They deserve the success, and I'm glad that they appreciate it the way they are. But yeah, the album's great. From the inside, just it stays in your head forever. And I, I, I love a melody, right? I love a good melody and a hook and something that separates both heavy elements in music and... I can sing along to. I can sing along to in the shower, basically. And I think this has all of that. It has moments where I want to headbang and pro- properly have a breakdown. And then there's other bits where I want to dance in a poppy kind of way to some of the melodies. And yeah, I'm really excited for everything coming next with them. And if you haven't checked them out, I very much, very much recommend As Everything Unfolds um, should be in your ears. Sapnin, this is Charlie from Miss Everything Unfolds and my top three albums of this year, uh, this is quite hard, um, especially to pick like just three. Um, in no particular order, it's got to be Holding Absence, The Greatest Mistake of My Life 
uh sad looks pretty on me by rivals and don't you feel amazing by trash boat they're all amazing albums they also played the heavy music awards didn't they i'm sure they smashed that they did Um, they opened it up yeah i know you might have forgotten that because you were crying all night after we became number one losers of the award (laughs) for best podcast I know. Sorry to remind you. Sorry to remind you. This is meant to be, yeah, top moments of 2021. This is meant to be. trophy, Sean, okay? Most crushing moments of 2021. That's right just there. reminding me, though. When we did lose, you did you did, you did film me on the balcony, like putting my arms over the balcony, <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I knew we hadn't won from the moment we walked into the venue and they went, yeah, just go upstairs. And I was like, but if we've won, they're going to need to know where we are to get us to the stage. Well, and they were like, yeah, yeah, I know. When they, went, but it was when the they said to us, when they said to us, oh, sit anywhere. I was yeah. like, oh, oh shit, yeah. dog piss. Probably. But we had a nice photo together. And oh, well, it, was a, it was a nice. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. It was definitely worth a 360 mile round trip of me driving because we had a nice photo together. Fucking class. <laughs> you're I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it anyway. But <laughs> Good. As, you had your as, fun and that's all I'm at. <laughs> Literally. Um, but Good. as everything unfolds, you, you've enjoyed them as well. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. They're absolutely fantastic musicians making great music and they are absolutely lovely good eggs. Beautiful people. Not the song by the horrible horrible goth who turned out to be exactly what we all thought he was. On that note, um, number four, (laughs) please, Sean. (laughs) Yes. Well, number four. Now, this was a difficult one for me because I kind of, I had my top three naturally. So when I was thinking of a fourth, I, I had to think of an album that has grown on me, I think. Well, no, I think I know it has grown on me. Because the first time I heard it, I heard people talking about it and I was like, oh, they've hyped this up. And I listened to it and I was like, mm, do I really like it as much as everyone's banging on about? And then I give it a good couple of listens and I am in. Number four for Sean Smith's top five albums of 2021. I have gone for Glow On by Turnstile. Ooh, now yeah, I know. Yeah, you you weren't too convinced on first lesson. I was not. No, which and this is one of those things where it goes to show. Keep get another go. You might like it, which is uh, how I deal with my sex life as well. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, this album came out, and I saw Jason Perry saying how much he loved it, which means I had to check it out, and then. Uh, yeah, for a little for a little while, it just was, I don't know why, it just wasn't sitting right. I think it was a mixture of everybody hyping it up so much and me being the goth that I'm going, I don't like everything, everything everybody else likes. Because, yeah, at, at first I was like, oh, it's just like an hardcore band and now they've got Jane's addiction bits. But, um, yeah, it's been such a grower. I've loved it and I love to see it. They played on TV, on live on American TV the other day yeah. and fucking... Smashed it. Late, late Night with Seth Meyers. Yes, that's the one, yeah. And um, yeah, so yes, everybody should check out Glow On by Turnstile and let me know your thoughts. See if they're the same, see if you get the same thought as me. See if you go like, right, I'll show it at first and then listen to it again and go, oh no, this is really good. And they are, well, fingers crossed if it goes ahead, be performing at 2000 Trees 
2022 co-headling with Thrice. So that's going to be a hell of an experience. But yeah, I've seen a lot of people showing, uh, gushing, gushing their love for Turnstile. Oh, yeah, literally. It's the amount of tweets I've seen about Turnstile. So um, it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting that it's reached you. Yes. Yeah, I want, again, I, yeah, I just wasn't sure at first. I was like, is it just, I get it, they're hardcore punk kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, they've used some updated uh, recording techniques and sounds or whatever. But then, yeah, as I went back and gave it, I think about the third time I listened to it, I was like, oh, no, I do really, really like this. This is mad. And I haven't had that, I haven't had that for a record for a while, I think. When did I have that last where I was like, I'm not sure about this, and then I ended up falling in love with it? Hmm. It might have been the Colouring Book EP by Glassjaw, which I wasn't fussed on at first, and then ended up really, really enjoying. But yes, good album. Turnstile, glow on. Check it out. If you haven't by now, where have you been? You've been living under a rock, but you're welcome. Check it out. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Morgan Richards. Yes. Morgan, Hugh, um, Gargantuan <laughs> Richards. Oh, that is your full Go. name. Okay, you're going full uh, title. Give me your number four album of 2021. Well, right. So this one, I wouldn't say it was a grower on me as well, because I was really excited by the singles. But when the whole album came out, I've kind of listened to it nonstop, especially while working and traveling and stuff. And that would be Angels and Airwaves with Ooh. Life Forms. Now, obviously, yes, we all know I love the Blink-182s. I love the old, the, the re I really enjoy the old material. And Tom DeLonge's voice has been a little bit of a meme, in it, in the pop punk community and people being like, where are you? And, yeah, and all the that. Man the man cannot pronounce head correct. No, no, but... Like, honestly, Angels and Airways is always being a little bit more kind of matured, kind of serious, and he's ex exploring lyrical content to do with aliens. Would you believe Tom DeLong likes aliens? Breaking news. Who knew? 
and just kind of like larger than life experiences and with life forms i feel like he's done that tenfold and it's the first record they've put out in almost seven years and they Is haven't it? missed yeah haven't missed the beat Fuck and i off. and i feel now <laughs> angels and airways has kind of become a super group because obviously you've got tom and and david but on drums elan rubin who has drummed for some fucking mad bands from Nine Inch Nails to Paramore, Lost Profits, everyone under the sun. And then Matt... Phoenix Matt, TX. He used to play drums for Phoenix TX for a bit, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Anyway, He's got a hell of a resume. Yeah. He's got a hell of a resume. And of course, our very good friend and lovely human being, Matt Rubano, is the latest joinee on bass. We did an episode with him, episode 144. Yes, my you know favourite band. Let me let me say something about that episode we did with yes. Matt Rubano. We had a good conversation about his previous Matt Rubano's previous work, which includes being on a Lauren Hill song, um, being on a song by Shaquille O'Neal, being in Taking Back Sunday, uh, being in Angels and Airwaves. But there was a moment back in that chat, if you go back and have a listen, where he talks about Tom either having in his possession or seeing in the flesh <laughs> a bit of alien craft, right? And as those words come out of his mouth, all I can think to myself is either he's going to ask us to take this bit out <laughs> or Tom DeLong's house is going to get raided and then that's on us. And the fact that I haven't heard of Tom DeLong getting raided means the FBI haven't found that episode just yet. But Ooh. yeah, I've got, I've got to say, it, it's a great album, my mm. forms, and Matt Rubano was a fantastic, fantastic guest. And I'm hoping we can have Tom on in the mm. new year, that would be nice. I'd yeah, like to have Elan, Elan on, but I'd imagine he fucking hates me. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it made good content nonetheless. But like, would yeah, it? Matt- it's gonna be five minutes of him going. You haven't got a fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> I could play every <laughs> instrument in the world. You can't do nothing. Shut up and stop talking to me, you prick. That's and right, people man. wouldn't want to listen to that. Yeah, that is true. People do enjoy <laughs> me being miserable. So. <laughs> Oh, I'll yeah. write that down. It'll it's a thought, yeah. but, but yeah, I think I think Matt Rubano's input on it, because I, I, I do believe he's had a lot, uh, he, he worked on majority of the songs, maybe not all of them, because they did start the record before he joined the band, if I am correct. But what a bassist. What a bassist, though. Like, um, we were lucky enough, I remember Slam Dunk 2019, right? It's the first one we did as a podcast together and we were lucky enough to have all access um passes and we went side of the stage to watch glassjaw didn't we and matt rubano was playing for glassjaw and like he was just he was just in front of us playing the most ridiculous notes he's just such a good bassist um in my top two up there with with steward richard singer of lost profits and yeah, this record, is, it makes you feel stuff, makes you want to dance, makes you really think. There's some really great lyrical content um, there as well. I think it's some of Tom DeLonge's best work. And the fact that he's in a band with Matt Rubano and Elon Rubin, for me, is just like, oof, dream band, dream band. So Angels and Airways Life Forms, this is one of my favorites of 2021. Well, do you know what? I don't know why I missed that. But yes, good call. Good call, Morgan. So this is going to be interesting now because Ooh. number three, yeah, on your list and mine, I think are the same. Ooh. Well, I tell you what, 
How about, if you're listening right now, have a guess what our top three albums are right now before we go into them. At Sapping Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Let us know what you think our top three albums are. Because Morgan thinks it number three is going to be the same. And you never know. Maybe it is. My top three, my number three album of 2021 goes out to Wales's finest, holding absence for the greatest mistake of my life. Snap. Ah. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, what a fucking album. Um, I remember Scott uh, sent me some early demos of songs or whatever to check out, and I was fucking absolutely chuffed for them. And they've created this record which sees all sides of holding absence from the lightest light bits to the heaviest. I know that every band says that, but <laughs> literally to the heaviest they've ever been. And I just think them and Dan Weller did such an amazing job on this record. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm like a proud dad, even though I have no right to be whatsoever um, because I had no involvement whatsoever. Well, apparently on Wikipedia, I think it's on the Holding Absence official page because someone shared this in our Patreon. But apparently it does say that you are Lucas's father on their Wikipedia. And as you know, everything on the internet is completely true. So Yeah, that is true. Does I've just realized that makes me Darth Vader of Welsh music. <laughs> 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 oh, there's a visual concept there. Lucas, I am your father. <laughs> well, it actually be in Welsh music. <laughs> Lucas. All right, I'm your fucking dad, but... <laughs> <laughs> but yes, back to the album, because that's more important. Yes, The Greatest Mistake of My Life by Older Absence is fucking great. If you haven't heard it, um, wait till the end of this podcast now, because you've already just stopped it to message us to tell us what our top three is. Um, and then go and check out this these albums, because what an album by a wonderful, wonderful bunch of human beings. It's it's really nice to see how far they've come because like obviously I'm from Cardiff. Um we're around the same age and when I was working in radio we used to be a- around the same gigs and same friends and that for for a while. And it was nice to see with their former band Fallen with Style. I always thought they would make it as kind of like the next massive Welsh band and um it didn't re- you know they, they they kind of disbanded um after a lot of momentum but to see Scott Lucas and just kind of go full, full mental with everything lately. They just, they, they honestly do deserve um, all the success they're getting. And it's nice to see that they're putting Wales on the map as well with, uh, with a lot of things. I know they're blasting to get out to America. They've had so many <laughs> tries oh, to, uh, to go over there with problems and whatnot. They do have a tour scheduled. Fingers crossed somehow that happens. Um, but yeah, like, you know, we spoke to Lucas, the download pilot after, just after he came up off stage. And obviously that was the first literally time. Literally off stage. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. And like first time they got to play the majority of these tracks to a live audience and being in that tent full of people craving live music again, they knew every word they were crying, they were shouting. And that's the fact that everyone screamed, I'm alive at him was, um, you know, just phenomenal, just a phenomenal band. And yeah, I got to see him at Slam Dunk as well in Hatfield, uh, which was a, a very special moment. And um, yeah, I just think like they've done 
they've done this perfectly. Even the image image change and the clothing and getting rid of the black and white. Um, Lucas's sister features on the album as well. They have a little duet together. Yeah, it's just, just wholesome content, isn't it, with Holden Absence? Yes, yes. Um, what an album. What a live band. I feel really sorry for them that they didn't get to finish the final tour of the year with Creeper and Wargasm. But the, uh, turns out Lucas has got his dad's luck, haven't he? So, mm, you do have that about, luck. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Lucas. I didn't mean to pass it down to you. But uh, I didn't know you'd get it. And also, I didn't know that you are actually my son. So, um, <laughs> yes, number three for me and you mm. was The Greatest Mistake of My Life by Holding Absence. Yes. So now, I guess we swap now. Um well, no, you, you can just do no. No, you can do- no, no. <laughs> what is your top? <laughs> what is your top third out? No. What's your number two album of we're doing 2021? It, we're doing moment? this now. We all right? Okay, fine. So my second favorite album of the year is by the emo icons that are Hawthorne Heights with the rain just follows me. Ooh. So with this album, I mean. When a band has gone as long as Hawthorne Heights have, normally when a band releases an album like this, you know, it's like the 10th album, whatever. It's good, but it's not as good as some of the classics. Oh, but you always have people online going, oh, the second record's better, and I wish they played their debut to celebrate its 20th anniversary. I don't know why they're a 50-year-old man who smoked <laughs> really heavily. Um but you kind of you kind of go like, eh, it's all right. All material's better. But this on this, I think this is some of the best music they've ever written. I love Hawthorne Heights. You know, those early albums are such a, an important part to me. They've helped me through kind of just moments where I've cried and being depressed and all that. Um, but yeah, the rain that just follows me. I wasn't expecting it to be this good, and it's blown my mind. And to be honest, I haven't seen that much love for it in other publications or magazines or anything like that online and i just don't understand why it's it's if you like your emo music anything a little post hardcore with with uh, good vocals and screaming and lovely guitar sound like go and check this album out and they have three amazing guest spots on the record as well they've got brendan murphy who does an excellent job on the opening track constant dread anthony of bayside makes a great appearance and another one of my favorite poppy punk emo bands front men william ryan key is on the record too i think they've done great job with that um combining all 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 those bands together um yeah just really really enjoy that you know i i don't know if it was the element of surprise i don't know why i would be surprised i love every hawthorne heights material they've they've done and um, we had a great time speaking to them a couple of years ago on the podcast as well especially getting to uh some insights into into their backstory um but yeah just wanted to share some love for this because i have i don't know why but i haven't seen that many people as i think should share about it so massive love to Hawthorne heights um thank you for the music and constantly being emo superstars now you come to mention it, yeah. I haven't seen it being. It's a great album, but I haven't seen it, yeah, mentioned in people's lists or a strange. And the fact that I overlooked it as well, because and I think that might be because it hasn't been pushed in our faces to the point where some of these records have as well. Like Turnstile, like I like that old Thornight record, 
But that turnstile took me a couple of goes. But it took me a couple of goes because everybody was going on about it so much. Yeah. That's that's really strange. Yeah, I don't know if it's... Uh, it hasn't been out for that long, but I think it has really captured me these last few months. Um, but yeah, maybe it's sort of like a recency bias thing because it's out now. People maybe... It's going to take... It takes longer for people to connect. I don't know, but... Uh, yeah, I love Hawthorne Heights, and yeah, I know uh, I know a lot of our listeners do as well. I know that episode was really well received, and I'd love them back on. But um, well done, well done to Hawthorne Heights, and thank you for continuing to make great music. And yeah, emo superstars, and I really want a um, Hawthorne Heights shirt. So I hope someone bought one. Oh, bought he's one on for, me oh, for Christmas. I see. I get or, it. I see what they're two now. All my birthday in January. Yeah. <laughs> <Back> <laughs> no, <in hell. laughs> Jesus, Ailey Conley. No, it's yeah, Ailey Conley. You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> Fucking hell, unbelievable. But yes, well done, Orthonites. They are Morgan Richards' uh, number two album of twenty twenty one. Morgan, no. what's my number two? I hear you ask. Oh yes, I, w- I was literally going to ask you the very same question. Well. Luckily, I've sussed out how countdowns work. <laughs> really? That's so, fu- yep. I, yeah, we're good. We're good with numbers from five to one as well, I reckon. But go on then. Tell me your second favourite album of 2021. Oh, my second favourite album of 2021 came out, I think it was October, maybe November, and still made it a number two in my list. And that album is Every Time I Die Radical. Which is the perfect name, the absolute perfect name for this album, because it is, it is exactly that. How the fuck, right? Every time I die, I've managed to be going for 20 years solidly and make one of the best records, if not the best record, their last album. That's nuts. I can't think of another band, right? Who's probably been going that long whose last record might have been their best record. Well, that's the thing. With, the, with their previous album, Low Teens, they toured off that for so long because that was their best record they've made. And it seems that every time, as they go on, they get better. And I don't understand how they found the magic formula for that because Radical, yeah, they've topped themselves again. It's just chaos. It's insane. And it just captures everything you'd expect from an Every Time I Die record, and then even more some. Like, there's just, you, I can imagine you listening to that thinking, I want to be in that pit now. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, that seems to be uh, my feelings for everything Every Time I Die do. Unfortunately, they had a little bit of trouble towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um, which was a bit weird. I, yeah, almost, I feel like it might have been a work. <laughs> I almost feel like there's some sort of, wrestling story going behind yeah did they need to pull out of those shows so they sold more tickets to tis the season i don't know i don't know but yeah something weird happened towards the end of the year with them i hope they sort it out because i would love to see them over here doing that record doing any record i just love to see them over here to be honest but yes um radical by every time i die is fantastic all the songs that they release as singles off here have been thumpers and um yeah, if you like your spazzy, crazy, rock, metal, bluesy type stuff, this is the album for you. If you haven't heard it, please, please go and check it out. My number two of 2021, 
was radical by every time I die. Also, shout out to Andy for being the wrestling megastar he is now with yes. AEW. Because it's yes. it's funny to me when you watch him wrestle and then the commentary is like Jim Ross talk trying to talk about every time I die. And you're like, wait, what? Like, no, <laughs> yeah. come on, man. You and your barbecue yeah. sauce. He's <laughs> the man I shouted, they've broken him in half when mankind <laughs> got thrown off a cage into a table. And now he's um, talking about every time I die. And you're like, what? It's bonkers, isn't it? It's fucking bonkers. But yeah, uh, well done to Andy. And uh, the Every Time I Dies, you win Sean's number two of 2021. Hello, chaps. Uh, happy Christmas, New Year, end of 21, etc., etc., etc. Uh, here are three things that have pissed me right off this year. Number three is people using the phrase very unique or extremely unique. It's either unique or it's not unique. How unique is it? There's one of them. That's what that means. So there's that one. Unique or not unique. It can't be very unique or a bit unique. It's unique or it isn't. Number two was 2021 was the year where advert people decided that rather than take 20 seconds to annoy me, they could easily do it in five and they really stepped up their game. So honourable mention goes to all of the people from Hoyl. I think that's how it's pronounced. It's some sort of food thing. It's called Hoyl. And every single person in there, um, awful, awful. Special shout out to the guy who thinks that macaroni and cheese is a dream come true. I mean absolutely up your ambition game fella that's pathetic uh but particularly goes to the advert that for some kind of thing on youtube that i saw and it starts like this okay so what the hell is air up now i realize that i've just done a bit of free um marketing for air up and i don't want to do that at all so that makes me angry but don't start with okay and what the hell like i asked you what it is i didn't did i so fuck off about that so that's number two. And number one, taking the cha- taking the championship spot once again is everything else. Merry Christmas. Morgan, give us your number one album. Well, many people will know that I do love a lot of bands. But there's one band that for some reason over recent years, I've taken my heart completely and I just feel a different connection with them. So my top... (laughs) So my my favourite album of 2021 has been XOXO from Love and Anxiety in Real Time from a band called The Main. Well, I bloody never. I wasn't Um, expecting that. Where do I start? Like, they released the single Sticky, and I knew Hmm. straight away this was going to be another great album. And, like, I know we've just talked about bands getting better with age, but it's weird for me because with the main, I was aware and I enjoyed a lot of their early stuff, but I wasn't really a fan. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I saw them support Death of Honor way back in the day and you know they then loads of big tours and stuff and like i just were they weren't really on my radar as much but a few years ago they released an album called american candy and i really got into it and then the two albums they've released after that and then this now um 
uh, they've become one of my favorite bands and i don't know what it is but i listen to that music i i just feel like a connection i feel happy i feel safe they've, they've really helped my head get around a lot of uh weird situations um and then this album has done that as well 2021 has been strange just being full of uh some some ups and downs in my personal life but the main have always been there i got to see them play this year as well in manchester and it was um a lovely lovely time john is the former guest of sapling podcast so you should go and check yes. that out really nice in-depth chat about his musical mind and just how he works and yeah they they're a real big community band as well you know there's loads of people who have the same love and it's weird because i just can't compare them to a different band and yeah they do a festival every year in arizona that i'd love to go to one day but um real big love for the main and this new record xoxo from love and anxiety in real time came out at probably a time i needed it so thank you the main much Good. love great yeah well do you know what i wasn't expecting that as your number one either mm. so what a lovely lovely bunch of people the main are and yeah, I'm glad that um, I'm glad it could help you, and yeah, you you enjoy it and you love it. I was yes. not expecting it. I was well, not expecting it. I'll be honest. So there we are. We're yeah. full of surprises, but yes, we are. Speaking of surprises, this isn't a surprise to anyone. Surely, I think everyone who's ever paid attention to anything you've ever posted online this year should know the answer to the burning question on everyone's lips, Sean. What's your favourite album of this year? See, I think what you've done there is you've led that up. And a lot of people are going to think that I've chosen Limp Bizkit Still Sucks as number one. Oh, is it, is, is it like I knew what I was doing? No. Number one. In <gasps> number one on Schwarzman's <gasps> Best of 2021 list is the musical comedy of Bo Burnham and his album, Inside, taken from the Netflix special, Inside. <laughs> what a fucking album. Um, so, yes, in, uh, I think it might have been mid or early to mid 2021, Bo Burnham, the comedic musician, famous for his uh, YouTube shenanigans and songs and stuff like that, brought out a comedy special on Netflix called Inside, which is about him being trapped inside, trying to make a comedy special during the early stages of the pandemic. Uh, so basically, he thought uh, it was going to take him like three months to write a record and shoot the videos and stuff, and it ended up taking him a year. If you just watch the special... Um, it's amazing, but the songs stand out on their own and you can listen. I have literally listened to Inside the songs, um, more than any other album this year. Fact. Yeah, the, the, the ups and downs of it all. And I didn't realize I needed this album because it literally made me feel like, oh, you're not alone in this. This is, yeah, other people are going through, even musical geniuses are going through this, Sean. So. Yeah, it was a very important album for me. I think he's absolutely smashed it. I bought a T-shirt online the other day off him for 35 quid. I hope it turns up. I'd imagine <laughs> he's probably not going to. Um, but yes, I fucking love this album. The The special and the album is so good. As soon as I finished it, the first thing I did was I went on Instagram and I DM'd him 
hoping that he was okay telling him uh, how much this album meant to me. Um, I don't think he's ever seen it, but I just feel like I had to let him know that it was an absolute work of genius. And if you haven't checked it out, check it out. Listen to all the songs individually. There might be some you don't like. There might be some you absolutely love. I found myself crying watching the special for the first time. And yeah, it was it was great. It's fan- It's fantastic. Sean's number one of 2021. I'd love him on the podcast, but I got a feeling he would absolutely hate my personality. Number one for me is Bo Burnham with Inside. I In all the years I've known you, I don't think I've seen you as obsessed with anything as much as this record. It's really hit, it's really hit home for you. You've told everyone who will listen to you. That's why I got a t-shirt. That's why I got a t-shirt. So I can just fucking point at it to say Like literally any, anyone you've been in contact with since this has come out, you have told them to go and check it out and it will change your life. Um, yeah, White Woman's Instagram is a, is a hell of a song. But it's, I think that sums up personally as well because that, that song is a little bit funny. It makes you think, oh, and think it's so serious in the middle. It makes oh, me want to, I can't yeah. watch the video. Makes me want like all that that bit because it makes me want to cry. But that's the thing, but with all the videos as well, like the fucking skill. So he basically shot. For people who don't know, he shot the whole special himself, just him and two cameras, and he edited it all himself and he lit it all himself. And when you watch it, it's absolutely fantastic what he's accomplished and the depth and the talent. And it was like Grammy nominated. I think it was Oscar nominated. It might have even have won a Grammy. I know it won something not long ago. But it deserves it deserves the fucking world, and I'm glad he's alive. And he has a song called "Funny Feeling," which um, Phoebe Bridgers also um, covered, which is uh, a fantastic take on that. And I saw a video of him not long ago in LA watching her play that "Funny Feeling" to an wow. arena full of people, and then it cuts to Bo Burnham and he's there smiling. So just to see Bo Burnham smiling made me Christmas happy. So, Bo, I know you never listen to this podcast because you date my guts, but um, I love you. I'm glad you're alive. Thank you for being alive. You're a superstar. Yes. Wow. And speaking of shirts with them as well, you did uh, buy a doll skin shirt because they had uh, the, 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 the knockoff Correct. of it, which you were yes. like, I have to have that straight away. Yeah, I do have to. Yeah, so it's cost me... At least 60 quid in merchandise so far. Fuck so, Bo, you know. um, if you want to cash up me at Sean Smith Sucks, <laughs> uh, that'll be fan bloody tastic. Um, uh, but yeah, I, Mo, I think we should do like an honorable mentions section because there's loads of bands that we've left out here and I've written down when trying to work out my top fives. Well, no, I think that you, I agree. I've, I thought we should do something like this because there's so much good music has come out and it's hard for us to make a list like that. I was debating whether we go top 10, but we'd be here for fucking ages. And uh, bro, it, for me to work that out, I would have literally <laughs> had an aneurysm. I would have had an aneurysm. Literally, I, I don't blame you. But uh, ones I think both of us have uh, shouted out and shared the love for this year have been Yumi at Six with Sucker Punch. That good. track, Glasgow Mind. Oh my God, that is good. It's nice to see the boys happy. And writing the f- some of the best music they've ever produced. While she sleeps with Sleep Society, the hardest working band on the planet. Uh, shout out to Sleep Token. They've had a fantastic year. Um, or he or they have had a fantastic year. 
Again, you mentioned Electric Century earlier, Mikey Way. Dave Dibiak and Mikey Way with Electric Century. That was a fantastic record. The comic looks cool. Um, yeah, there's uh, Preston Miko, our very good friends as well, with yes. Transmute. That is uh, That was hard for me not to put in the list as well because I think they have outdone themselves and worked very hard on that record. And our good friend Machine, the producer, worked on it. And they recorded it in a fucking castle during lockdown in the UK as well. Um, there's a whole podcast about that from us. So go and check that out. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah. no, uh, I wa- <laughs> yeah, I want to give a shout out to um, Architects because that was um, very much teetering in my top five. Um, I had to literally have a word with myself about whether it'd be Architects or Spirit Box. And I went with Spirit Box. But the Architects album's fantastic. Shout out to Florence Black, some boys from Merthyr who put out a fantastic rock metal album, which is great. Yeah, uh, and there's a Thrice with Horizons East, oh, yes. a, a yes. band you and I absolutely love. And another band you and I absolutely love is AFI with Bodies. Oosh. What? I love that, yes. I love that album Fuck. so much. I made you take a photo of me in front of the advert for it at one of the festivals. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Um, also, we got a shout out to uh, one of this year's guests, uh, Simon Neal from Biffy Clyro. Biffy Clyro put out um, a fantastic record this year. Also, a uh, shout out to Gojira, the French <laughs> four-piece metal band. Um, I don't know why you're laughing. They're fucking fantastic. No, it's just a um, like, shout out to Gojira. I just wasn't expecting that. Yeah. So it's just a funny oh, yeah. sentence to me. Big shout out good up to the boys in Kojima here tonight. Let's go! Oh, but so much good music and also uh, I really enjoyed it. It's not over yet. It's not over yet. I haven't haven't finished. I haven't finished. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, because 
Mark Andrews here from Professional Wrestling Mediocrity, and I'm about to tell you my top three albums of 2021. And let's get started with Amazing Things by Don Broco, mainly for Manchester Super Reds number one fans. Absolute banger of a song, but an absolute banger of an album as well. Uh, second on the list, then, we got Gami Gang by Origami Angel. Absolute top notch album right there absolutely just full of bangers from the start all the way to the end uh and then i'm gonna finish it off maybe keeping the best till last uh with holden absence uh greatest mistake of my life what an absolute banger of an album yet again it's been a good year for music and those are my top three releases i was gonna say bullet from a valentine don oh, broco yes. beta all all ones that oh, just fucking shout them out now you all right oh, i'm yeah. gonna start doing that um shout out to bring me horizon die for you was a fantastic single this year um the limp biscuit album still sucks um was was good question mark um i yeah i think the limp biscuit album was uh very very good um didn't make my top five or uh because of fred's use of the word bitch too much but uh, <laughs> also shout out to Creeper for American Noir. That was that was a good record and what a performance. And also friend of the podcast Matt Cutchell for ah. his ah exactly ah. didn't think of that did you, you fucking swatty <laughs> bastard yes <laughs> so yes Matt Cutchell who obviously does emo's not dead as well as being an online comedian with millions of followers who's an absolute sweetheart. Also check out his band Your Broken Hero as well, which is kind of like a piss-take emo band that's serious that I think could probably do quite well. We very much enjoyed having him on. Yes, do we have any shout-outs for 2022? Records well, you're looking forward to. I can think well, of two now off the top of my head. Well, two other albums this year I enjoyed was Hayley Ooh, Williams. Nice. Um, she's in a lot of stuff. And if she wants to come on the podcast at any point... She won't. She do won't. what? I'd allow it. I'd allow Would it. You? If you want to come on, Hayley, yes. I might cry. But do you know what I'm... Do you know what I'm... What? Seems as you're allowing her. <laughs> I will also allow her. So listen to that, Hayley. I know yeah. you fucking absolutely adore us, right? I know your press team has been nagging us to get you on, right? Do you know what? Now that we've had this Christmassy... New Year, we got this love, we got this vibe in us, right? We've been talking about our favourite things. Do you know what? We let you come on the podcast. Yeah, why not? Why not? Also, shout out to Paul from Death Blooms with their debut album, oh, yes. Life is Pain. You've enjoyed that a lot as well. And just yes, quickly, I, I wanted to say um, that I'm looking forward to the new Avril Lavigne album next year. Also, a band that I was never really into, but I've gotten into as of late is Real Friends. Um, they've changed their vocalist and then they put out a single called Nervous Wreck. And I must have had that on repeat for so long. It's an absolute bang. Like, honestly, if you're into pop punk music or not, and you just, like, if you just want something to vibe to, check out Real Friends Nervous Wreck because I don't want to say change my life, but God, I needed that track when it came out. I'll tell you that. Um, State Champs, our good friends, put out a cover of uh, Fall Out Boy's Chicago is so two years ago and I don't want to say it's better than the original oh, but oh, it, oh, it might oh, be oh. so sorry oh, Peter and, and Pete um, but also um, one, <laughs> last, last. W- w- one last one last one uh, last thing I want to make sure I mention um, is Justin Courtney Pierre 
of Motion City soundtrack. Now, he's released three EPs this year. I love Motion City. They're probably up there with one of my favorite bands. And um, I've listened to them a lot more just in general. But these three EPs I've really enjoyed. There's a track called Get Off the Woods that is just so good. And I always wanted to sit down and have a conversation with him. And we were lucky enough to do that this year on the podcast and I, we i think we made a friend there he follows us on all our social media platforms both personally and with the podcast and i hope that when they come over for slam dunk fingers crossed that we get another chat and he did say eventually about wanting to do a podcast about transformers which i think we should probably take him up on that because no one would expect us to actually do it and it would be very interesting um so much love there i mean we could go on for ages to talk about bands um but there's one band sean that we have you, you have to talk about because they were very busy this year um what are they called they're called Ra- Ra- raiders raiders oh, band right, yeah. uk um yeah for anybody who doesn't know um i started a new band uh, a couple of years ago called raiders which you can find at raiders band uk on all the socials that's instagram twitter and facebook on Spotify and all streaming services. If you look for Raiders UK, check it out, please. Um, because not many people have, and um, I'd like it if more people did. <laughs> Sad, isn't it? Uh, yeah, so yeah, we did that. But what, yes, something I want to say for albums I'm looking forward to for 2022. A Def Havana record. You're the way I said that with a question mark. Uh, that's because... Yeah, I might have been lucky enough to have viewed some snippets of the album already, and it's fan-bloody-tastic. Also, the Underoth record, I think it's called Voyeurist. It is called Voyeurist. We spoke to Spencer a couple of weeks back, and that is absolutely bloody crushing. So, yes, I'm looking forward to them in 2022. Morgan, do you have any releases in 2022 that you were looking forward to? Yeah, that Under Oath record is insane. I'm really glad we got an early listen to that. And uh, as I said, Avril Lavigne, that's a big one. I know Travis Barker is all over that. Do it To be fair, do us mad. We've mentioned all these best of things. Travis Barker's won on everything this year. We haven't mentioned anything about that. Thanks fuck for that. Um, <laughs> also, um, you know good friends... Oh. Yeah, how mad is it that none of our albums feature Travis Barker when you think they would because he was literally on anybody's record who would have him this year. Oh, I feel sorry for every other drummer that's not Travis Barker in 2021. Um, Also, shout out to our friends in As It Is because they've been through some lineup changes. Um, Their single, I Don't Give a Fuck, is oof, incredible. And their new album is coming out very soon. Also, uh, Simple Plan. I'm gonna be putting out a record, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one. Oh yeah! Also, uh, shout out to Hot Milk, who had a good 2021. Who are probably gonna have a better 2022 when they hopefully t- tour with the Foo Fighters again. Doom's Children by Wade McNeil from Alexa on Fire was uh, was a very different, almost psychedelic, folky album, which was awesome, which I very, very, very much enjoyed. So uh, yeah. Just bit, do you know Good year for music, innit? Twin Atlantic have got a new album coming out in January as well. Shout oh, out to yes, that. We could be here for ages just saying like we all could. these bands and stuff. But I think in general for music, for the alternative scene, it's been a, it's been a good one. And I'm really looking forward 
2022 really and just everything that and that's happened but um before we uh before we wrap this up sean is there any other moments from this year that um you're kind of proud or just chuffed about or just kind of glad that we've got to do either with the podcast or with raiders i know probably doing that video actually filming your first official video must have been a big thing but like yeah is there anything like that for you Recording our video for Animal was uh, was an experience. It was very good. It was also Ryan, our bassist's first time doing a music video, which was... I, I always forget about these things. Like, I'm like, oh, it's just a music, you know, oh, we just do this. And I'm just... I completely forgot this is his first time. Like, so... Um, no, it's been, a, it's been a fucking mental year. It's been a mad year. Again, thankful to everybody who's part of the Patreon, to everybody who listens, to everybody who shared it. Honestly, sharing the podcast means so much to us and it helps us more than more than you know. So if you yeah, if you've shared it this year, thank you very much. If you haven't, you're a shit. But yeah, it's been a it's been a year full of ups and downs and I hope twenty twenty two is better for everyone. Um gotta be, haven't it? Um, yeah, you think yeah, so? We'll see. But yeah, again, it's been a fantastic year for music twenty twenty one. And maybe it wouldn't have been a fantastic year for music if we didn't have the shitty 2020 and ultimately shitty 2021 as well. So yeah, I mean, there's 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 good that comes out of the bad, I guess, and I think especially emo music's a a good example of that with all the angst. But it's it's been full of ups and downs. But as we look now to 2022, um, is there any? Do you have any personal New Year's resolutions? or anything that you'd like us to try and do on the podcast. I've, I've enjoyed that we've taken the time to do something different like this. But you, you know, know what? Um, will the listeners? That's the bloody well, question. We'll find yeah. out, won't we? <laughs> oh, I look forward to all, f- yeah, four people listen to this one. Ep. We're like, oh, that's mad. Now you've gone from thousands to four. Um, yeah, uh, New Year's resolution to try and somehow be more positive. I said Ooh. that with a very questioning tone you because did. That wasn't, I'm not yeah. sure if it's possible. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, the other day, my mother told me she wanted to start going to the gym again. So I was like, do you know what? Oh, God, <laughs> I'm going to say. I even went, do you know what? I might start going to the gym with you, oh. which I think is a lie to both me and <laughs> that I told. Um, but yeah, um, this is when this is when we do this again next year, and you're buff as fucking. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, what's going on? What's up, man? <laughs> this week's guest is my powerlifting friend, <laughs> um, Greg Arms. I couldn't think of a powerlifting <laughs> Greg. Arms. Greg. <laughs> fucking generic Greg wrestling Arms. name, Greg yeah. Arms. Play oh. strong. Oh, it's um, good. You're going to try and be positive, though. Um, I'm, yeah, it's you, not going to happen. You and it's Jan need to do a, a Instagram video at the gym together. That needs to be a series, I reckon. Well, plus we'll have it on a podcast. It? Well, plus we'll run out of guests next year, <laughs> um, which is... I, I, do you know what? I'm surprised it hasn't happened so far that we've run out of the guests. And yeah. we're not doing this because we've run out of guests. We've got other guests in the bank, but we're doing this just as a new year, yeah. something different. Uh, and but there's, yeah, uh, maybe, hey, there's mystery, there's mystery it, guests on this. They've listened to some mystery guests on this throughout. Oh, hopefully. yeah, you did. You definitely have. <laughs> oh, I hope they so get back to us in time. I we hope they get back to us in oh, time. Oh, it's funny. But my my <laughs> resolutions 
my resolutions. I mean, like, I, there's a few things in my personal life I want to work on. Um, I haven't talked about this, but I have been to therapy lately. Nice. Was that, and is that going um, well? Yeah, it's been it's been an eye opener to a lot of things. So I'm just trying to work on some personal things, especially with stress and workloads uh, and whatnot. Um, a weird a weird thing about me, I used to drink tea all the time. There's not a at least drink no relation to the sentences before, right? But this is just look out, just, everyone. <laughs> there's a massive rock and roll moment coming up. Go on, Morg. I used Fucking to drink million. cups. I, obviously, I'm I'm. Uh, straight edge, I guess. Like I don't. Oh, oh. <laughs> you haven't been a tea of you? <laughs> oh fuck! Off. Oh, I had to do it for oh. once. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry oh. about that, but I had to do it for once. <laughs> Basically, tea-am. I used to drink cups uh, for years. I've always drank cups of tea. I probably have multiple a day with way. Get to the sugars. end of this fucking story about tea. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had. I haven't had a cup of tea since September. And this oh. weirdest <laughs> wild. Oh, do you remember when we celebrated James James from Death of Anna being sober for seven months, right? <laughs> yeah. I was genuinely worried about him, and I'm absolutely fucking chuffed that he stuck to it and um he no longer needs drink. And then you come along with this <laughs> fucking rock and roll moment. I haven't had a cup of tea since September. <laughs> I can't even say the sentence. It's so fucking true. Oh, if oh, you knew how it. many cups of teas I would consume in a week, you would be proud of me. So yeah, but the thing is, right? I've known you for <laughs> a couple of years now, right? Yeah. Never once, never once <laughs> have I gone. Well, number one, I don't think I've ever seen you drink a cup of tea. So I've never got to the point where I've gone. I think you got a bit of a problem for tea, bear. <laughs> <I've, laughs> like I've never, I've never once thought. I wish he'd calm down on our fucking PG tips. He's going to fucking OD on tea. He's going to OD. Oh. Uh, oh, what a fucking... Oh, that's brilliant. So are you going ca- to carry that on, are you, in 2022? You're going to be no yeah, tea? No, no, no tea for me is the... Tea-free. Tea-free. Tea-free 2020. Um, I got an oh, idea. Oh, graphic designers will listen to this. There's got to be at least one of you. Do us a fucking T-shirt. Uh, do us a fucking uh, solid and come up with a t-shirt design that says T-free since... Oh, see, if you waited until 2023, right? You could yeah. have had T-free <laughs> since 2023. <laughs> Get back good. on a T. Get back on a T. <laughs> uh, also, uh, quickly, I might I might finally get my graduation next year. Open. Oh, that's yeah. That's been two years. Fucking coming. I haven't. Now, been, I haven't been. I haven't had my graduation. I got my degree. I haven't had my graduation. So I'm, I'm well, hoping that to, um, happens. Are you going to cap cap and gown? Yeah, apparently, it, is, I, yeah. I mean, oh, is it? What are yeah. you after going out for a fucking couple of fucking jars of tea? Is it? <laughs> no, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate instead. Oh, I've I've matured. It. What do you mean you matured? Should, no, are you. You don't go from no, tea to our job no, and say mature. No, that's no, the other yeah, way. That's the other way. That's immature, if anything. Fucking hell. Um, wait, 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 wait. I've got to ask. What? Okay. Uh, what was the moment that you stopped drinking tea and why? Do you want to? Do you want the? Do you want the really boring on this answer? <laughs> I love it. Do you know what? Do you know what I'd love as an answer to you to go like? All right, I just finished my ninth cup of tea, right? And I realised I was bollock naked in the middle of a motorway. And I was like, I gotta fucking stop this. I don't know what's happening. No, what? Like, what? Ah, uh, go on. I I need to know. We all need to know. Um, 
basically, it was after Slam Dunk, right? Um, a little bit of a cold. And I tested, though it wasn't COVID. The menu tested the PCR, everything. Um, I had a bit of a cold. I had a cup of tea to warm myself up, and I didn't enjoy it. Didn't enjoy it because of the cold. And then I was like, "It's a thing I've won for a few days." And I was like, "Wonder how long I could keep it up for?" And here we are. <laughs> well, fucking rock and roll, fucking maniac Morgan Hugh Richards on the sub. Congratulations, Mog, for being fucking. Remember, four months tea sober, tea total. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I am. Oh, that's oh, a t-shirt. Keeps... That's oh, a t-shirt. Good Lord. Oh, Fucking hell. And, and lastly, um, obviously, we like the wrestling. Um, yep. and a lot good year of rest- for wrestling, Hawk. Very good year Very for wrestling. Very good year for wrestling. Very good uh, wrestling. AEW in, in, in particular. CM Punk's back. Who would have fucking believed it? But I might make up one of those... Uh, like I've seen a lot of wrestlers make lists of their dream matches, so I might make a list of dream podcasts we haven't done yet. And see if we can get them all for 2022 and see, cool. and see what happens there. Come on, Fred Durst. Yeah, we need Talk Fred Durst. Up. We need Hayley Williams. We need Daryl from Glassjaw and Avril Levine. Yeah, I'd also like um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Jonathan Cena. I'd imagine that'd be audio only. Because you can't see him. Yeah. All oh, right, on that note, um, <laughs> check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin to support your boys. Also, get in touch with us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Is that it, Mog? Is there any more they can do? Well, basically, in 2022, on our Patreon, we might do more podcasts like these, talking about our top 10 or 5 certain things of a subject, maybe our favourite vocalists, maybe our favourite songs from a specific band, whatever. If you want more content like this in particular, head over to patreon.com forward slash sapping where you can choose what we're going to be talking about exclusively on their next year and a lot more. There's bonus podcasts, there's everything you could ever want from a Patreon and you get a wonderful community of friends involved in it as well so that's patreon.com forward slash sapnin these podcasts wouldn't be able to happen without your support there and obviously as always as we do every week we'd say thank you to everyone in the description of this episode but sean is going to give him a hoosive shout out to the elite names of our sapnin podcast patreon community so we yes as he said we could not we genuinely could not do this podcast without our patreon at this point so thank you very very much to everyone who's ever been part of it um i've just realized when this comes out it would have been my birthday two days ago i am now officially old happy birthday no, to no 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 shut up thank, oh God, it gets worse. stop <laughs> Thank you very much to these following Patreons. Thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwoe, Janelle Caston, Amadina Barno, Mitch Perry, Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Irwin, Kelly Young, Emma Barber, Nathan Croshaw, Paul Hirschfield, Sammy G, Tony Michael, Kat Besson, Dana Lasnova, Captain Hannibal, Murray Grimwood, Jenny Robinson. Merry Christmas, you bastards, and happy birthday, Sean. Thank you, Scott. It was two days ago. I'm doing this before. Anyway, thank you very much. Amy Campion, Johnny Phillips, Mikey McDonald's, McMuffin Buns, Caroline Robinson, Chris Howard, M. Evans Roberts, Louis Cook, Martina McManus, Carl Pendlebury, Danny Eaton, James McNaught, Jenny Munster. Happy birthday, Sean. Thank you very much. 
Lucy Diaz, Jason Oredia, John and Emma, Emily Perry, Stuart McNaught, Becky Andy, Kelly Cannon, Adam King of the Goss Parslow, Ollie Amesbury, Josh, how did the bauble get addicted to Christmas? He was hooked on trees his whole life, Chris. Thank you very much. Alice Wood, Sappy Christmas Boys Love Katrina, Reese Bowring, Ben Evans, Kit Stevenson, Connor Lewins, Sean, when you come back to decade, question mark, again, whenever decade will have me back. Thank you very much. Livy Cropper, last by no means least, Alexandra Pemblington. And also, thanks to everybody who gets mentioned in the description, I want to thank every single PR agent who has helped us out, every promoter who's got us into shows or had us involved. Um, I want to shout out Slam Dunk Download Festival, 2000 Trees, and last by no means least, Morgan Richards, because this definitely wouldn't be possible without Morgan. Um, So thank you very much to yourself. You are a star, and I can't believe we've made it a full year through this again. Well, thank you, Sean. I really appreciate that. That was that That's was very okay. nice. Thank you. Everyone okay. clip what he said. He said something nice, clip it and put it all <laughs> over the internet, please. Um but <laughs> but no, I, I I mean it's it's been it's been wild and uh, like we celebrated our third year anniversary and the fact that we've done this for 161 weeks in a row. Like I know I say that all the time, every time the number goes up, but it's just mad to me that that's happened and yeah i'm really looking i'm really looking forward to 2022 and just thank you to everyone who supported us if you've listened to this i don't know how you've gotten this far because it's just us absolutely talking bollocks but we really appreciate it and um yeah just thank you to everyone for the patreon and everyone who's who has helped us it means more than you know and we promise we're gonna have some mad guests for 2022 if you're listening to this on wherever you listen to this, make sure you rate it as well, because a lot more podcast apps have started and Spotify now do a rating thing. So if you give us five stars, that would be great. And let us know if you've enjoyed this episode and would like us to do more things like this from time to time. But as I said, we're going to be doing a bunch more listy kind of podcasts as bonuses on our Patreon. Um, but, also, so- but also, if you haven't enjoyed this, Still let us know. Add yeah, something to on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a... Boys, do us a favour. i just have guests on because you boys are fucking doing my edit. That's fine. I expect it. So, yes. That's it, Morgan. Eh? That is it. So, Happy New Year, Sean. Happy uh, New Year to you, to everybody listening. I hope you all have the best 2022, unless you voted Conservative. Um, and then I hope you have the worst. Uh, stay safe. Again, see what I just said. Uh, for more details on that Morgan I love you very much stay safe don't die tonight now New Year's Eve because I know you're probably going to some sort of sexy rave um, <laughs> sexy rave <laughs> in the words of um, big dog Tim Westwood wrap it up before you slap it up and also don't drink and drive because you might spill your drink <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know I love spilling the tea but that's something oh, completely do you know different what? Oh, do you know yeah. what I'd love Gossip. I'd love to have I'd love to have Tim Westwood on we should anyway yeah. let's stop anyway yeah. let's have, this, this has gone on way too long happy new year oh, have a good one long. thanks for listening Sunday! love you very much Sapnin Sapnin You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. <laughs>